dog people welcome to today's episode of the jesse bill show today's episode eight and it is entitled violence is a part of masculinity so on today's show i want to kind of touch on the nature of masculinity and how violence plays a part in masculinity and how it's natural to masculinity the clip that you just heard was from a show on fx called snowfall which is created by john hughes i believe the brother's name is one of the uh no 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 not john hughes excuse me created by john singleton right John Singleton and so in that particular scene in the movie uh, or in the TV show rather two of the black guys had gotten killed by this Mexican guy and pretty much one of the guys was telling them to another brother that they got stabbed and got there got castrated basically and so, as you can hear in the video, what's going on is, is he's telling the other black people and the other black men are ready to get the weapons and retaliate immediately. They're ready to get it in, put that work in, and, and seek revenge. But you have a black woman who's here trying to tell them to stop, trying to stop them from going seek the revenge and so that's mainly what I want to touch on in today's episode in life I've experienced in my own life is that you typically once you have men that's ready to get it in go to war get violent there's typically women that come in and try to stop that or step in to try to make stop that from happening right I mean, if personally in my own life, I've not only observed it with uh, strangers, you know, but I've actually experienced that personally amongst women in my life. Now, personally, I've experienced, I remember when I was a kid that my mother was actually the woman that was trying to intervene and to keep the peace in the situation. And, you know, to kind of tell the story real quick, um, I had a cousin at the age of 18 that was killed. I think this was probably back in 1998 or some, sometimes in the 90s, I want to say. So the backstory is, is that um, my cousin was dealing with a young lady who apparently had a boyfriend at the time and he was having sex with the young lady and obviously the boyfriend didn't like that so they got into several fist fights where my uh, cousin won those fist fights and so you know he was living a life you know selling drugs out here in the streets at 18 you know what I mean and he was actually trying to turn his life around for whatever reason. And one day the dude that he that he beat up um, ended up shooting him 
and killing him. And so I remember the day that he got killed that a couple of my other cousins, you know, were in the, what we call in New Orleans, we call it a rock rental. So a rock rental was pretty much uh, if you're a drug dealer and a, and a crackhead, you know, somebody that smokes rock or smoke crack owes you some money, you can take their car and drive it around pretty much until they can pay you back. It's kind of like collateral until they get their money back for the drug, the money they owe for the drugs. So it was in a rock rental. Several cousins, uh, as well as seven, several automatic weapons, you know, AK-47s, AR-15s, stuff like that. And they were going out to look for the dude to kill it in an exact revenge. And I, I don't know how I remember this shit. I mean, you know, this is like 20 years ago, you know what I'm saying? I'll be 28 this year, so this is like 20 years ago, you know what I mean? And I remember my mom, They, were, I don't know if they came for some reason. They came by my aunt's house, and uh, they were walking, walking there, talking about it. Like, I, I guess they was picking another cousin up, uh, come and get something to drink or something. I don't know. But they, basically, it was going out to go kill a dude. And I remember my mom telling him, you know, y'all better sit down and pray. You know, don't go out and do nothing crazy. Pretty much stopping him from going kill the guy, you know, which was the situation. And so that's, in my personal experience, you know what I mean? That's what I've noticed it. And I've seen it firsthand. And of course, I've had other experiences experiences over the years. Even shit, even when I was in damn school, I remember you know my dad would be the one to tell me to fight, and you know I better whoop this dude ass if I get into it with a dude. Whereas my mom would be the one you know telling me not to fight. So it was almost like a contradiction. It was opposing forces within my parents, having my father on this side telling me to fight. My mom telling me if I if I whoop their ass, she gonna whip my ass type thing. You know what I'm saying? And I see this a lot within the male female dynamic. You know what I mean? Whenever you go on YouTube, you look at fighting videos, and there's usually you know like a woman screaming, hollering, and stuff like that. You know I've seen older black women tell younger black dudes that's about to whip a racist white dude's ass, don't do it, youngster. Yada yada yada, and you know we really need to get down to this. And I'll say this: I even read recently, um, in the Haitian Revolution, I read on Jacques Jean Dessalines, uh, who's one of the Haitian revolutionaries. His his wife, there was a there was an incident in the Haitian Revolution where Jean Jacques Dessalines offered. He he signed the order for the for the massacre of all of the remaining French people on the island, where they killed over five thousand. They estimate anywhere from three thousand to six thousand French men, women, and children that were massacred. And they and I read that his his wife or his consort actually you know tried to get him not to kill the French people. And also try to save and supposedly save and help several French people escape. So there's a long history of women 
trying to hold back the violent nature of men and trying to stop their brutality and so let's let's get a bit a little bit into the nature of masculinity so we can understand like and so understand when I talk about masculinity I'm talking about the overall force that you know in the Orient in most Asian countries they call it yang and so it, it's a it's a cosmic force that men are the human representation of so everything let's we're gonna get a little bit metaphysical tonight everything in the universe is created from yin and yang energy these are the creation energies in our universe like the when you talk about pre-creation you talk about pre-creation that energy is a uh, it's an androgynous energy so it's yin and yang combined but when you come down to the physical realm in which we're in the energy you still have androgynous energies but it's there's uh, I can't think of the term right now but there's a split that occurs that yin and yang separates within this within this physical manifestation and so this is why you have male and female within most um, within most creatures within this physical manifestation right and so when you talk about consciousness when you talk about the man you're talking about yang energy you're talking about male man the husband the wave electric energy where the 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 feminine energy or the yin energy or the female energy represents the particle yin magnetic female woman wife so you have on the on the on the masculine side you have wave yang electric male man husband on the female side you have particle yin magnetic feminine woman wife so let's get into the nature of it right so when you talk about the the masculine energy it's represented by the phallus symbols like in nature you have the phallus symbols you had various phallus symbols all throughout nature it is represent represented by um, vitality and virility the the yang energy is an active energy like understand that it is an, it is an active energy and it's and it's based on intent and instinct and intuitiveness whereas the female is more passive it is centered around nurturing energy it is centered around instinctual intuitiveness you understand consent not intent it is an incubator it is it is dealing with fertility whereas the masculine energy is dealing with fecundity right and so let's talk about some of the 
negative attributes or the, the net negative manifestations of the male the masculine energy so we talk about the masculine gender when you're talking about yang masculine energy you're talking about the negative attributes will be laziness brutality selfishness dependency insensitivity imitation stubbornness lack of responsibility tyranny and carelessness now on the flip side the positive attributes associated with men and masculinity is individuality independence creativity courage activeness self-sufficiency leadership abstract thinking conditional love discipline progressive progressiveness willpower activeness constructive force and stability and so also understand that of course I have the positive and negative attributes of feminine energy we're going to focus on the masculine energy today with yin and yang as male and female humans we actually have some of those same both we have attributes of those same energies because as humans we're both masculine and feminine yin and yang but as a male you're predominantly yang energy and as a female you're predominantly yin energy just like when you look on the yin and yang symbol when you look at yang you see that there's a little spot a little speck of yin energy was inside that yang and when you look at the yin energy there's a little spot a little speck of yang energy beside that inside that yin and so that's how we're, that's how we are as humans and of course when you're talking about individuals the the actual percentage or the actual modality or what have you or the, or the amount of the type those type of energy varies per person but most in most cases you know you always have a predominant of one based on your gender or your sex or what have you you understand so let's now that we kind of broke that down as far as you know energetically the type of attributes that we have based on our gender and sex you know, let's also talk about within society how in in pretty much most societies men are are ex expected to be the protectors of that society. I mean, and that's even outside of the human even outside of humans, you know, even with with animals and most of the animal kingdom the male is expected to be the protector of their particular group whatever it's called whether it's a pride or a uh, coalition or what have you whatever whatever particular whatever name it is for the group of animals the males are predominantly their, their predominant role is as the protector and a lot of people say that men 
are supposed to protect and provide and that is you know that is actually very questionable because in the animal kingdom right the so when you talk about lions which are a patriarchal society in the animal kingdom where the men pretty much rule when they when they go hunting the 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 lionesses do the majority of the hunting in the lion kingdom and nine times out of ten the lionesses do not eat until the lion get their first bite on that kill even though the lionesses were the one to do the hunting they the, the the male lions eat first then the lionesses and the cubs even though he doesn't get the honey and so that is a way of them paying tribute because the lions are expected to protect them and male lions have much lower life expectancy than the female lionesses so it was a it was always a trade-off whether in the animal kingdom or within the human family where it's like okay there were gender roles present in for making these sacrifices as a man you would get these benefits for making the sacrifices as a woman you would get these benefits you see what i'm saying so it was a quid pro quo type situation it wasn't a situation where you was making all of these sacrifices and there was nothing in it for you there was nothing in it for you you see what i'm saying and so let's let's also talk about how you know a lot of people talk about it was the the man's job to provide but you know that that whole concept is necessarily is not it's, it's pretty new in human history um it, it pretty much comes from the abrahamic religions as well as the um the eurocentric ideals that only came within probably 1950s 1960s you know middle class and above american and european ideals where the wife stood at home she cooked and cleaned and took care of the house and that's all she did but when you look at eastern cultures you know that that have prospered for thousands and thousands of years before the european even came not only were the women expected to take care of the households but through cooking cleaning and things of that nature taking care of the kids but they also were expected to do some type of agricultural work like on a farm they were also expected to a lot of women also participated in the markets right and and sold goods for the family and traded and bartered now if you really the markets in africa are ran by the women and these are some of the oldest markets in the world and it's really if you look at the markets we have uh like the stock exchange you know the um the dow jones and all of these different things this is these market ideas from africa is actually where these things are really based off of which were controlled by african women and so when you look at african culture and a lot of eastern cultures 
the responsibilities, the top two responsibilities of the man was to be the leader slash executive leader who made the decisions for the family, who if he consulted his wife, the final decision would be left to him and to be the protector of the family. Those were the two main um, jobs of African men. And if you look today, even today, a lot of African men don't really do a lot of work in the sense of having jobs. Like I don't, I don't really know any African men that have jobs unless they're, um, in college or something like that. Like most African men that I know pretty much have businesses that they put their wives and children in as employees within the business. And they do a lot of, um, networking and negotiating with other heads of families right so understand that i mean and and don't get me wrong there were a lot of african men did do hunting while the women did the farm work and it and it varies per culture understand that per culture it varies like there's some african cultures where women did more farm or agricultural work than others you know where you had a lot of men that were hunting and getting the meat while the women uh dealt with the crops And so let's just let's 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 hey let's put that out there. Men working two or three jobs and stuff like that. That is some while the women stayed in the house and chilled and 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 and, and watched the kids and stuff like that. That is you know a couple hundred years old. Like let's let's just put that as an historical fact. So understand that when you look at the behavior of men around the world men are notoriously violent and so it is my belief that violence is just a natural behavioral trait of men it is an aspect of masculinity that is natural like when you go around all the countries in the world pretty much all of the peoples of the world have some type of martial arts system some type of system of fighting that is predominantly used by the men in that society right when you talk about these societies Men are predominantly known for being able to fight and that being a a way of handling their differences. Now understand when I talk about violence, there's different levels of violence, right? There's fights, there's infighting between people that are physical but doesn't, doesn't escalate to serious harm or murder. You know, that's different things. Like when you talk about Eastern society, when you talk about particularly African societies, you did not have a whole bunch of men killing each other with societies. But it was more of a situation of fighting to handle some disputes 
But after the fight, everyone could go back home and <clears throat> be friends again. They could, they could, you know, make up and still be cool. And if you do your research, you know, besides the martial arts thing, you know, do your research on all these different societies. It's been going on for for many, many years, which is why the man's role, his primary role is as the protector of the family and as the protector of the tribe and the clan and the kinship and the village and the city because men are built for physical activities such as these we're physically our biology the fact that we have more testosterone the fact that we have more muscle mass the fact that we biologically have higher bone density requires and shows that we are built for physical activity and so as a man or as a father I should say should say it should be your duty to instill that idea and that knowledge to your male children. You understand? <clears throat> this is natural. You cannot allow the women in your life to stop your male children from becoming men and behaving in the way of men. And this is why we have an issue in the black community now where you have men or males, I should say, that were raised by single mothers where these men have adopted a female emotional coping mechanism but still have a male body. So you have men that are not physically fighting. They are getting in the shootouts. They are going to kill people. As opposed to getting physical. And if you look at it. You can probably correlate all of these things that happened. All of these murders that happened. in a, Particularly in the uh, late 80's and 90's. You can probably correlate that with. The rise of single motherhood. I guarantee. There's some type of correlation with those two things. <clears throat> and so. That is one of the issues with our society is that we have feminized males instead of men. We don't understand masculinity. We don't understand manhood and how a man is supposed to move and behave. You understand? That is another role of men within society. That is another role of masculinity is teaching the younger males how to behave and how to be like you can look this up there's a uh, there was an instance of in in a zoo where elephants where where adolescent young ele male elephants were trampling other animals in the zoo <clears throat> like killing killing other animals for fun and what they found was is that they didn't have any male elder elephants to teach these young elephants how to be male elephants. And the way they rectified the situation is they brought in 
older male elephants and the young elephants stopped doing this when they had proper role models to teach them this is a real occurrence like look this shit up male young male elephants trample other animals in the zoo they had to bring in some damn old elephants like yo player like yo nah nah we not gonna do that that's not how we behave as a as a man elephant or i mean not a, as a man elephant but as a, as an uh an older bull as they call him a, a bull when you're a bull you don't behave that way and so you know understand that that violence is is a natural aspect of being a man it's a natural attribute of the yang masculine energy and we need to allow young boys and men to enact those acts of violence on other men to a degree now I'm not talking about going and shooting and killing someone right even though there are situations that call for that level of violence as well if you're protecting your family or protecting yourself etc etc but I'm talking about intercommunal violence, you know, fighting like men did back in the day with without weapons to to settle certain disputes and issues that we have with other men. Like I'm all for you know throwing hands or getting in that mix like we say down here in New Orleans, right? And I'm all for getting a catching a fair one, like they like to say in New York. If I have a problem with a dude, we could go to the boxing gym, put on some gloves, get it in. We don't even have to go to the boxing gym. You got some boxing gloves or whatever. We could go take it to the backyard and <clears throat> after the fight, keep it moving. You dig? And this is how men behave in past times. Like if you, I believe, I personally believe that most boys should learn some type of martial art between the ages of, I'll say between the ages of like 8 and 18. And I will probably say even, probably even younger because it, it instills discipline, right? Because <clears throat> masculine energy needs discipline or else you will have issues, you will have murders and things like that that will occur. You need discipline, you need to keep that energy in a pocket. And even when it comes to defending women, I mean, most men can attest to this, right? When you're with a woman that you love and, you know, a guy accidentally bumps you or something, it's like a certain energy that kind of takes over you, like, well, it's like... You know what I'm saying? You feel like damn Superman. Like you ready to go at any moment. You like a bodyguard. Like yo, you ready to pop it off. You know what I mean? But a lot of times, nine times out of ten, dude, it's it's some un unten it's unintentional. And a guy will say he's sorry, but it's just like that energy that comes. Like okay, like you know, mess with her. Let's get it. I mean, I'm gonna keep it real with you. And most men know this to be true. Like most men are more reluctant to fight, <clears throat> fight a guy for infractions against themselves than they are to fight a guy for infraction against their women or their child. You know what I mean? 
it's like not not I don't think it's a fear thing but it's like you you're more you will let things slide a little bit more if somebody did something to you as opposed to if somebody did something to your woman or your kid you know what I mean it's like when it comes to your woman or your kids it's like that that masculine energy just kicks in like full force like let's like it's like you really you're willing to risk it all and put your life on the line to protect that you understand and so <clears throat> so yeah we need more we need to not allow these women who who whose violence is not in their nature understand that even though <clears throat> in Africa we we view women as our equals right we view, view women as our equals but women weren't the predominant warriors in society like we had female warriors in African societies but they were not the predominant warriors you understand and so to understand like a lot of people I want to touch on that one uh one episode about how African societies view women as equal to men but complementary so let me play this clip that I heard one day this is the brother Julian Malame talking about how Africans view women as equal and so don't be ashamed people brothers fellas men my brothers do not be ashamed because a lot of times you know a lot of feminized men and a lot of women try to make you feel ashamed for being in your natural masculine energy you understand because think about this how how is it that some women try to make you feel ashamed and some men try to make you feel ashamed for enacting violence for the right reasons out of self-defense and what have you but you know at the same time they're going to praise <clears throat> army and military veterans for doing the same damn thing when it's in their best interest though to protect them and their rights you see what i'm saying so never be ashamed for enacting violence for the right reasons never be ashamed for protecting your family and defending yourself never be ashamed for living and behaving within your natural masculine energy because at the end of the day violence is a natural aspect of masculine energy it is a necessary aspect of masculinity and there's nothing you should be ashamed about for being your natural functional true masculine self and that's today's episode everybody i hope y'all enjoyed today's episode you can follow me on social media at the jesseville t-h-e-j-e-s-s-e-v-e-a-l instagram twitter facebook snapchat etc etc and um also you guys can subscribe on youtube just search the Jesse Ville show and I'll pop right up in the search bar. Um, and finally, you guys can 
if you want to I've been having a lot of people asking about supporting the show you can go ahead on FM on anchor find my show on anchor just type in the Jesse Bill show and there's a button that you can you that you can do to monthly support and contribute to the show anywhere from 99 cents a month you know only at only a dollar a month if you want to so that's it you guys i hope y'all enjoyed it peace